if it ain't one thing, it's a motherfucking nutter. We trapped together, then that's my motherfucking brother. I pay her bills and bad designer, but I don't love her. She just play a part when it's time to smuggle. I pull up, pick up that bag and burn rubber. I got a sweet tooth, but I stay away from suckers. No boo and Malibu was my last supper. We I fucked her in rush hour traffic, Chris Tucker. <laughs> Everybody screaming, gang, gang, gang. No folks come and get you, you gon' tell on the whole gang. She said, can she fuck me with my diamond chain? If I ain't in the bank, then I'm on the plane. About to go get some money or go spend some money. They stopped me in the airport, had too many binges on me. They don't want you to live. They don't want you to bow. Them pussy smile in your face. Yeah, then they pray for you to fall. Hey, young nigga, stay focused. But I really wanna crash. Think about where you at. Then think about your past. Yeah, I really came from shit. But I won't change for shit. My bitch say I'm stuck in my ways. My wrist say I've been getting paid. A hundred shots, a hundred shots, me and my nigga pull up in a hundred drops, my role model used to get a hundred blocks, street niggas in a tuxedo, we the mob, she looked at my watch too long, now she see stars, I got so high last night, I did a show on Mars, yo bitch ate my dick, I caught her on them bars, my pinky ring extra large, Some people say the man's not hot. Well, I do not agree with that statement because this episode is episode 100 of Grohol Long State Mister. 100 minutes. And that shit is fucking hot, <laughs> son. Uh, coming to you from Studio 212, South Lake Union, Seattle, Washington, Lorraine City. Yes. Uh, this is uh, Bobby Stills, one of the hosts of this podcast about food, food culture, kitchen, shit, alcoholics, drugs, uh, sex, death, uh, a lot of gay people, a lot of gay stuff. Represent producer, you know what I'm saying? Queef Boogie in the house, uh, risotto kid, uh, producer, dropping what, Johnny? Uh, a deucer. Yeah, and, uh, that is uh, <laughs> that is Johnny Tsunami on the microphone. He Back. Vacay. Back. Vacay. Now you're here to stay. You're never allowed to leave the kitchen because uh, the review and stuff. Uh, what's going on at the, the baby gym? Oh, my God. Okay. So, real quick synopsis of what happened a week and a half ago. How did this happen? Because you just were like, peace, I'm getting my tickets, I'm ghost. Uh, no, my girlfriend's dad got his tickets a while in advance uh, to go see him in Montana. It didn't work out going to see him there, so we transferred our tickets to go to see him in Fran- San Francisco over my spring break that we have at June Baby and Solare every March. Um, right before we take that break, supposedly we had New York Times writers, Pete Wells. The dude we talk shit about. The dude that was talking a lot of shit about per se. Yeah, but I don't think you understand that if... Pete Wells writes about your, if Pete Wells is in your restaurant, you want to know. He ate there three times and nobody knew. He didn't tell nobody he was coming. He didn't tell nobody he was coming, but nobody noticed that he was there. 
So like none of the servers, which was like, what? How did nobody know he was there? Well, I mean, it's Seattle. Nobody gives a fuck. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I guess, but they do because he gave us a three star rating, which never happens in New York Times. And we are now doing 200 covers for every single service, well, lunch and dinner. That's what it is. Um, and so we are also up for two James Beards Award, or my chef is up for two James Beard Best. We, are, we already know that. West. We yep. already know that. And then uh, we had another travel New York Times article come out about us right before we left. And I think Eater wrote about us right before we left, too. So how did you get off? Uh, they didn't want you there while the... the 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 critic was there. <laughs> no, what do you mean? How did I get off? Because they were like Johnny. We were all it. off. I wasn't on vacation by myself. The whole restaurant was closed. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, we take How a. Does one I just do that? said we take a spring break. I thought like I mean I thought you meant your family. No, the rest. That's why I said Solari June Baby takes spring break every March. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> what a good boss. What a good boss. So yeah, we take a break. Shout out to him. I went to San Francisco. I ate at Mr. Jews, which is if you've seen Ugly Delicious. It's fucking dope. Best meal I've had in a long time. Michelin ranked, one star, which is good enough for me. Un, un, un star. Un star. And yeah, <laughs> ate a lot, a lot, a lot of good food and a lot of good chocolate in Sonoma. Um, like but yeah. chocolate? Yeah, man. They have wine chocolate cheers, up there. Cheers to that, dog. Represent. Check. You took the baba? <laughs> is it the baba with you? <laughs> the baby? Yes. The baby was with me. He was great. All right. This is episode 100. So we did bring a guest in studio. Uh, I know Keith was trying to get us to bring somebody uh, like with fancy. A, fancy with a name in him. I was like, fuck those. Marks, you know what I'm saying? We don't we don't ride like that. I think it was more like fuck that. I ain't got time for your show. No, exactly, because I definitely was chatting up Ethan Stoll and he did not respond, <laughs> but he did earlier this year. Yeah, and I know that his wife is she reps the show hard from what I hear. <laughs> Shout out Angela. Oh. Fun tidbit about that. Titty, my chef was bit? saying, I was talking to my chef the other day, and I was like, chef, I'm famous out in these streets, dog. <laughs> <laughs> they know me in the underground. And dog. I was like, they know me about that show. They're like, hey, that's that guy that does that podcast. I love his show. And he's like, yeah, you ain't, you're not wrong, actually. I have people come up to me all the time and they're like, you have that one guy that works at your restaurant, right? He does podcasts, right? <laughs> and I'm like, I told you, chef, I'm in these streets. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of embarrassing. I have I have some people come up and be like, they'll ask one of the bartenders at my work or something, like, is that the guy that does the podcast, the grill mister, <laughs> the grill mister thing? And then they're like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And they'll come up and like, this guy says like podcast or something? I'm like, yeah, just yeah, keep that on low. You know what I'm saying? It's like free radio. <laughs> <laughs> we, heavy, we heavy on that iTunes app. You know what I'm saying? Podcast. Download. Subscribe. Smash that subscribe button, as they say. Bam. I'm saying murder that thing. Anyway. Right, well, on to our guest. Guest. Uh, what up? What up? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? My name's Ron Anderson. What up, Chef Anderson? Yep. Chef Ron. Chef Ron. <laughs> Chef Ron. <laughs> Chef Ron. Like where, where do you currently work at? Uh, who's Kowoko. Dick? Who's Dick D? Who's Dick D? for a living? Uh, you know who? <laughs> <laughs> the Big D, the Big D, the Big D, the, the, the Tommy D, the Tommy D. What do you call him? Tom. You, you don't. You call him Tom, not yeah. Chef. Uh, Tomas Douglas. Tomas Douglas. <laughs> you, you seriously you call him Tom? You don't call yeah, him Chef? Yeah, I just call him Tom. I yeah. call him Chef. Yeah, no, he's, Every time he's I cool. Say, you know, me and him, you know, we're cool. Yeah, yeah. that's it. All right, you work for Quoco. Yep. Head Chef. That's right. Hammy's uh, former root boss. That's right. Did you, oh. listen, did you listen to the episode we had Hammy on here? I don't think I did. Shit up, dude. It was lit. <laughs> I'm pretty he's sure it funny. was. He's a funny dude. He's hella funny. He was straight gramming the entire time. <laughs> I believe yeah, it. Yeah, like... 100 fire emoji is lit in the studio, <laughs> keeping it real. 
He's doing pretty good. I've been following his. He got, he lost his first job already down in San Francisco. Did you really? Uh, New Orleans. Oh, I didn't. Are you I didn't fucking know that. kidding me? Uh, no disrespect, Hammy, if you're it's listening. It's been two weeks. I don't know if he lost it. I don't know if he well, ever he got it. Started I, something new today. Yeah, he started Tur- Turkey and Wolf. Or Turkey something and like Wolf. That. Yeah. Oh, he started cooking at Turkey and Wolf. Yeah. Oh, this. Wait, but I thought he already had it. He did. Okay. okay. Something I'm not gonna happened. blow this shit up. No. He said he was like, I want to call in and give an update. And I was like, you haven't even been there a week, homeboy. <laughs> so he's working at Turk and Wolf. So Turk and Wolf, today was his first day. Lit. I believe. Yeah. He, fit, he would fit there. He would fit there. I don't know if he really fits anywhere. No, but no, he's, a, he's, he's a... He's a... But that's why man. he's an that's outlaw. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> he's Hammy, an outcast. He's Hammy an is fam. Yeah, I had Hammy in the studio. It, we were talking about some people that issue trying. He's like, oh, shit, he's family. <laughs> yes, he is one of he the fam. The he knows, yeah. knows heads in the in the, in the the All right, Ron, what's your deal? We just met probably like an hour ago or so. Yeah, right? John, <laughs> in the hallway. <laughs> Keith set this up. What's your What's your deal? What's my deal? Yeah, what do you do? Uh, just run shit, you know, like <laughs> fucking cook bomb ass food. Yeah. <laughs> Try and get people to come in and eat it. How many years have you been in the industry? Oh my God, since God, 1990, I want to say. Damn, I was going to say 87. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You ain't that old, are you? Yeah. <laughs> 1990? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess how I, mean, old I, was, you? I was in how high school. Yeah, so. I was going to say, how old were you when you started? Yeah, I was like, like in key. ninth, 10th yeah. grade. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was probably, yeah. I was a junior when I started cooking. Yeah, I started at like this country club in good old Wenatchee. Oh, Wenatchee. the Wenatchee. 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 Wenatchee is Country a, club's that good money, though. Yeah. <laughs> Wenatchee you know, they were doing like ice carvings and shit like that. So, <laughs> so, you're, cool. so you're from here? Uh, for the most part. Wenatchee? Yeah, Wenatchee. That's where I grew up. And so you started cooking over there yep. in high school, Yep. right? And... Uh, and that was like a serious cooking job. Were you like dishes? Were you prep? Were oh, you, I was what? doing dishes, taking care of like a salad bar kind of thing, making giant fruit platters, you know, that kind of stuff. Moved fruit on. platters. That's definitely the beginning. Yeah. Oh, man. That's Dude, so sucks. many fruit platters. Peeling, water- exactly. you know, <laughs> yeah. like Peeling watermelons. Perfect. You're just like perfect <sighs> melons yeah. sliced up, fan them out. Speaking of, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off or get it. There's a documentary on um, Netflix called Wild Wild Country about the Rajneeshis. <laughs> Right. Okay. The sex cult from like the early eighties, but they and they got they got the whole town sick because they sent some of the the sannyasas who are the followers of the cult to all of the restaurants in this local town of uh, in the Dalles in Oregon, mm-hmm. uh, this town of Antelope. Sent them to all the restaurants with salad bars, and they just straight misted all the whole entire salad bar oh. with like uh, salmonella. Oh, that's messed and up. got everybody in the so entire city sick. Oh, I heard something what? about that. That's so, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Those so sneeze guards will not protect you, people. Okay. <laughs> Only in Oregon. <laughs> Only in Oregon. <laughs> but it was like before, it was kind of before I was born. It happened kind of in 79 to 84, so I was still a little baby. But anyway, I, I don't think you were a little. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, so, edit. So country club. <laughs> country club. You're at the country club. Yeah. Ice yep. carvings. Yeah. Did you ever get to carve any sweet ice? No, I, that's what got me into it, though. I saw this guy cut mushrooms once, saw him do that, you know, the chainsaw and the walking kind of thing. So then I was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. So here really? I am still. That, yep. That's what that was it was. It. Yep. That's what got you the butt. That was it. And uh, how far did you move up the chain before you eventually left that country club? Uh, not very far. Yeah, I just uh, went and got a job at another place called Gucci's, you know, where it's just like burgers and stuff like that. And then... Went to this other place where, you know, it's doing like more like 
you know, serving scallops in the shell, you know, with Gruyere cheese melted on, you know, and hmm. just simple, simple stuff. That but doesn't sound like a good combo to me. Oh, no. no. It is. It's good, it's, though. I mean, it is. It's, it's a French good. thing. Saint yeah. oh, Jacques. Yeah, Saint Jacques. Yeah, Coquille Saint Jacques. There you go. So, when did you move to the big city? Uh, probably 1997. Did you travel anywhere else and cook? No, not really, Just man. straight, just straight yeah, to straight, Seattle. Yep. 97, so great was, year in Seattle. I was going to go to culinary school, then, uh, <laughs> You were going to go to culinary were, school. Were, yeah, I was going to. Art but, Institute? Uh, no, I, uh, I was probably just going to go to Seattle Central, really. Oh, nice. Yeah, but. I had a couple friends that said that's a pretty good program. But yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah, I still can't cook. I just started working at like <laughs> know that. worked at Flowers in the U District. Oh, okay. Palisades. Yep, yeah. And Brasa. Uh, where else I work? I El think Gaucho. That, so that's that. Oh, you might, worked at Gaucho. Belltown. Gaucho. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. that. Did I meet you when you were at Brasa? Mm, no, I think it was Edda's because that's when I started working down. You down sure the it wasn't with Andrew and uh, you know, maybe, maybe, yeah, Maxie and yes, yeah, yeah, maybe, that, that maybe before you started working at yeah, Edda's. I think so, actually. Yes. Jeez, that was like 2002, yeah, probably Three? around there, Three. 2002, 2003, yeah, because yeah, I started Edda's at 2004, so exactly, yeah. So, like we said, you get to Gaucho. Uh, Brasa. How was it at Brasa? That sound. That was a good crew you had. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I learned a lot. You know, Spanish, Moroccan, Portuguese cuisine. So the Tamara for Tamara Murphy. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Oh, like the her? big T. Yeah, I'll say that. <laughs> I've had nothing but great interactions with her. Uh, I've heard about her. Like chef's technique, you know, is oh, yeah. is she's a little bit. Much to deal with. She's fun. Yeah. She's fun. I yeah. all the only thing I know is that she has a beef with another female chef in the city, which or not that? necessarily a beef, but there like there's three main female chefs in Seattle. All right, name them all. Name them no, all. I'm not naming. Or actually, no. You got I'm your girl naming. Yang. No, I'm talking about old school chefs, oh, the yeah. OG chefs. Let's hear it. It's like Chris Kev. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Erica Burke and yeah. Linda Dershang and. Oh. Um, her. I saw I saw Dershang on a private jet today flying to Dersh- of course she probably has like fucking, eight she's flying to somewhere and I was like I didn't know you were balling out of control like that Dershang Dershang <laughs> Dershang every time but I run, they, every time I run into her she just wants to talk about art they're like the uh, and uh, what and freaking Renee right Eric's Renee's an OG too sweetheart sure. but uh, three of those ladies or two of those ladies have beefage. We're not going to say which so ones. So we're not going to say which ones. Okay. And it's funny because <laughs> they, they, they're, all, they're all over my head. They all fight for capital. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Do you know those ladies, Ron? I know a few of them. <laughs> <laughs> I know a few. All right. So anyway, yeah, we're going to stop talking shit. No, no shit talking. <laughs> they're all great ladies. Yeah, they're all great chefs. Uh, but if you had to pick one, who's your top, Ron? Uh, who's your favorite? I like Tamara Murphy. You she like was Tamara? fun. Yeah. I mean, her food was good. So Baller show. Still, yeah. still good. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't been up there in a while, but litness, litty to titty is what they say. <laughs> I mean, she helped me get better Going, too. Yeah, yeah. Word, she for was sure. like hard on me. Yeah. Like they're not like people aren't hard anymore. No, Chefs, <laughs> let's say. And for like, a female, like I mean, yeah. there's people that are scared of her. Yeah, oh, yeah. She was, definitely. I know some hard motherfuckers in the industry that some of them are still in the industry. A lot of them are out of the industry, but they were like. Even though she was hard on them, they have so much respect for her. She can cook and she can hang with you online. Totally. That's more than I can say about some other exactly. chefs that I know. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So, you're at Brasa, El Gaucho, and then you entered... The TD world. The TD, the TD <laughs> world. The TD world. And you have not left yet. No. So, I mean, tell, tell, us, tell us how it went. 
Uh, just started off saute cook and uh, just kept, kept at, at Edda's. At Edda's, just worked my way up. Got the sous chef position. Oh damn! Then I, how was it at Edda's? It's crazy down there. It is crazy. It was crazy. I don't think it's the same anymore. But yeah, it was, uh, you unless know, they're going get to all the, the tourist season's crazy. Yeah, I mean, dude. Brunch is crazy. Is that still owned by TD? Mm-hmm. Okay, somebody yeah. was trying to tell me that it wasn't that he sold it, and I was like, no. I don't know about that one. And is Edda the OG? At a, no, I mean Dahlia's, Dahlia's first. Yeah. Oh, Dahlia's Dahlia used to be like cafe, cafe Sport was one back in the day that he used to be the chef at. But interesting, he but, the rise of the D. And then after that, I <laughs> 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 he almost spit us. <laughs> the rise of the D. <laughs> Good. It's a, it was a fast, fast growing movement. Hard and fast. Swing. <laughs> I didn't know that you like. Yeah, you started off as just a line cook there. And you moved your way up through the rankings, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you... And I was, like, roving chef, you know, so I was checking out, running, you know, working at all the places, being, like, a substitute chef. Yeah, I'm slipping in here, slipping in there, protecting I, I, everybody. I remember that. I remember when you had took that job, and I was like, ah, this sounds pretty cool, and you were like, yeah, and then after a while, you were like, not cool at all. <laughs> That's fun. You always, like, get to work with new people every day, you know, kick cook different cuisines, check yeah, out but all you, the menus. But before you had took that position, you you went and worked at another one of his restaurants, right? Um, no, well, I did that first. Then then I left. The, came back to Edda's as the chef, and then I left there again, went to Dahlia, yes, as the sous chef, and then I went, I was roving again, uh-huh. <laughs> and then now I'm at Cuoco, yeah. Did now you open Cuoco, or? No, I did not. Okay. Yeah. I've the, been there for about two years. So, oh, awesome! Yeah. You weren't the original chef there at Cuoco? No, no. How long have they been mean, open? Like what? Uh, eight years? Seven, eight years. Yeah. Shut yeah. the fuck up! Yeah, I remember wanting to apply there. Two thousand, yeah, ten. We sent our old co-host there to Stash for Run. Do you want to tell that story? Who was it? Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, she was cool. <laughs> so, all right. So you're at, you're at Cuoco, but amongst other things, what? You do a lot of extra stuff for mm-hmm. Tom Douglas's company. I remember I, I just texted you randomly one day. I think it was maybe Comic-Con two years ago, or was it PAX? It was PAX, it was. Yeah, it was the, yeah, we were doing like a food truck out front, I think it was. Yeah, it was PAX. Yeah. I remember. But you just randomly get tossed into these <laughs> these things yeah. for Tom Douglas. Yeah. So you're kind of like one of the go-to guys. I also went to a dinner one time that you guys did at Coyote Central. Oh, yeah, yeah. For that. Uh, yeah. But yeah. it was like, I'm just like, it's Tom Douglas's name, but then you are somehow there involved You're good with people, it. aren't you? I try, yeah. Try. He's, do, probably a nice, he's probably a nice person, unlike I'm himself, probably. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's there cool. are people out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just think, always think it's funny because it's like, um, I, I, the guy that you introduced me to that one time at Coyote Central, mm-hmm. it was Mr. like Schwartzy. Yeah, exactly. Cool guy. Yeah. But I ran into him at, and it was like, oh, Tom Douglas catering. Lottie Da is going to be there and then it was him and so you kind of see the same people within his company behind everything that he does it's not like it's a really tight knit family I mean what Brock's been at uh, Dahlia Dahlia forever Desi's doing a good job at Carlisle Room who the hell's at Edda's Uh, this guy Andrew Rivera um, mm. His food's pretty cool too. I know his you name. Check, yeah, I know that. I know I've yeah. met him before. Yeah. There's a guy Kyle Peterson at Palace. 
does a good job. Yeah, well. I mean, from what I hear, he treats his employees amazingly, very so. well. I mean, I wouldn't. Yeah. Very, I wouldn't. Very well. I wouldn't he sounded very regal. Well, I feel like he was like he was like the forefront of like making sure like people had health insurance and like things like that and in the food industry and in the kitchen and making sure like time off was a thing that you got. You Definitely. know, so he he kind of like changed the face of the kitchen. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. You don't really hear too many people in our industry bashing Tom Douglas. Not even his cooking style. I mean, that guy is just like, I mean, quintessential Pacific Northwest style cooking, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. influences from a lot of different places, but he really puts his roots down here in um, Seattle. The end of. Yeah, the end of the Northwest, upper left coast, yeah. as we would like to call it here. The best. On uh, Grill Hall on Uh We're down to 99 minutes. 99 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Any problems? Uh, no, I'm trying to fix. The pilot went out in the oven. and <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, oh, speaking of. Damn, off topic. I should have brought this up. Today. I went and saw Andy Janowski today. Oh, Janowski. Yeah, a friend of ours just opened up a food truck. I took her oh, forever. Yeah. Sunny called, Up? It's called Sunny Up. They've been open five days. I've talked about it on the show. She wants to schedule time to get in here. She's Heck still, yeah. still having problems with the permitting with the city. Yeah, that happens. But I was asking her how the food truck goes. She's like, the draft in here keeps blowing out my oven. <laughs> so her, her uh, burners up top will stay lit. But... Uh, Right, goes underneath and just blows out the oven. Oh, yeah, so totally. The, as, so long, as long as someone knows how to light that thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got surprised. Ca- I got called across the street by the chef across the street from my work and was like, yo, dude, can you go turn on the pilots yeah. on the fryers for it? And I was like, and I was like, and then I was like, okay, cool. I'll show them how to do it. Yeah. Don't speak English. My my kitchen Spanish is semi broke, but I'm like trying to tell them like this is how try to explain to them like this is how you do it, and they were like, oh no, <laughs> they walked away, and I was like, all right, I'm only doing this once. So, you've been there for how many years? Uh, the company? Yeah, uh, 14, 14 years. Whoa. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't okay. know how I don't know how you managed to keep a job that long. I stay stimulated, you know. I'm always learning. They they That's let it. you do what you want to do. Right? Uh, yeah, for, for the, the most, most part. part yeah. yeah, for the most part. You know. He does. He gives you make, free make, range. I mean, he tells you what you he wants on the menu, and because you guys are like contemporary really, he Italian. has he has all you know. He lets all the chefs do whatever they want. I mean, he'll come in every once in a while, do a tasting. Like we'll have one up here in April, where him and the execs will come down, do a tasting. So him, it's and a exe- ner- him and the executives. It's a little nerve wracking, yeah. The whole board comes in. No, it's like you know my 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 boss Chris Schwartz comes in, Eric Tanaka, you know. Tanaka Wait, side. Geez, yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's clowning. I've worked for those people. <laughs> the smallest world in the world. Right? <laughs> Make big moves. Yes. It's always funny seeing in this, I was telling uh, Hannah the other day that it's funny when you see people that own restaurants or bosses. I mean, people look at me and they're like, who let you be in charge of anybody? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm a good boss, man. I'm pretty nice. I flip out sometimes. But it's funny because you know people from back in the day and you're like, how the hell did that person come to own anything or be put in charge of other human beings Business because they can family. barely take care of themselves, right. let alone be able to create an entire menu, uh, be held accountable for an entire staff, and also make, shit, make sure shit gets done. So yeah. it's, it's, it's amazing, personally and professionally, how there's a nice line drawn and people can, there, there's a line, you do, you do really well with that. I mean, yeah. you keep your business. I come to your work and you are totally in boss work, chef mode. That's right. The way you speak to people is respectful and uh, 
Yeah. Or and you then, want people to work want want to work for you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Not the opposite. But then we talk about, you know, outside of work and it's like, man, God. I mean, that's how we talk on the show sometimes. It's just like, is it really that fucking hard to get all your work done? And sometimes you just realize, like, for that person, yes, yeah. it is hard for yeah. them. And no, and it is. And I deal with that every day at work. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain people that struggle to get set up. And <clears throat> what you, what I, I've been trying to do is, like, lead them to think ahead of time, you know? Just mm-hmm. like, like the other day I was talking to one of the cooks that I work with, and I was like, you know— Instead of thinking about what you're going to do on Thursday, think about what you're going to do on Saturday. Totally. And then prep for Saturday. And then that way, you won't have to even, by the time you get to Saturday, be like, oh, I have what I need. And they were like, oh, I never really thought about it. I'm just like, <laughs> like that, you know, and they're just like, I'm always behind. And I'm like, yeah, but if you do a half project, like a halftime project every day, then you'll eventually be up, yeah. you know, and then you'll be ahead of the game. But you always try to do a one and a half or a one times batch, and then you're, that's and then so you're that's stuck. yeah. So that's what, <laughs> that, that's what I'm telling my one of my workers is I'm like, don't prep for today, prep for three days. Yeah, just get it in, and that way you're not doing. Because every day you have to pull out the same amount of stuff to make that same thing. It's the same product you're pulling out. Mm-hmm. I've been doing four times batches. The shit holds. Yeah, it does. Sauces, dressings. Well, sometimes they don't see the big picture, you know, and like yeah. they, they need to be taught about the big picture. Exactly. Because <laughs> I'll just be like horse with the blinders on. Just yeah, oh, the, today's the day, you the know. Pimento cheese and the mixed pickles are the biggest thing at our. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like make sure we have that. It's like we always run out of mixed pickles. Just pick mix the pickles. <laughs> <laughs> Quoco, uh, do you want to promote your restaurant at all right, right here? Yeah, I mean, they come down. We got all-you-can-eat spaghetti and meatballs on Tuesdays. Wait, wait, cool. wait, 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 wait. All-you-can-eat spaghetti yeah. and meatballs? Yeah. You just signed a deal. Yeah. Are you allowed children, <laughs> children in the restaurant? Uh, of course, man. Good. Yeah, yeah we tell me family, family friendly. That's right. We took, uh, Ron is the one that set us up with oh, the Brave guys Horse? upstairs mm-hmm. at Brave Horse. Nice. Thank you for that. And yeah, brought, yeah. we brought the kid through. They hooked us up. He was that, younger then. That, He's older now. That was a fun, that was a fun episode. That Impossible Burger is. Uh, Delicious. Yeah, it's pretty good. You've had it, right? Yeah, of course. What's the other one that's popping up? Um, well, Woody's has got an Impossible Burger. Yeah, but they have another. They have another burger patty that's like the Impossible Burger, but it doesn't have as much soy in it. I, can't, I haven't heard of that. So. Oh man, I can't remember what it's called. I don't have my phone either. It's over there. Spam. <laughs> Not as much soy, but way more sodium. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking last week on the episode about, have you heard about this bullshit where this guy was talking about kosher salt? I did, yeah. He doesn't think you should use kosher yeah, salt. Yeah. What's your stance on that there? I'm not, I, I need more facts. <laughs> I mean, the I fake, fake news. Facts, fake yeah. news. <laughs> no, the facts are laid out there. I mean, he wants to use natural salt. Mm-hmm. Natural made the salt. sea salt, yeah. Yeah, not chemically. Like Jacobson or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he just, his whole point, which I thought was funny, was that Everybody bitches and they pay all this extra money for non-GMO, organic, grass-fed, as well. Yada yada yada. But then it's just like then you cover it, cure it, brine it, whatever, with this chemically enhanced. It makes you think about it. So I mean, but when you're curing meat, you use nitrate salt anyway. So I guess I don't know. (laughs) I understand his point, but I don't. I mean, I think it makes a difference. No, and I also think that it's like you're going to be spending so much extra money to do like in a restaurant setting because we use Jacobson salt. But if we're going to brine or if we're going to pickle or if we're going to Morton's, 
<laughs> no, we use, we use diamond kosher, you know. Yeah, but it's like does. you're not going to use a quart of Jacobson kosher salt to no. you know to rub down pork bellies and stuff like like that's a that's a lot. So you're, of not money. Ball, you're not balling out of control like that. Well, they were giving it to us for free, but now that deal is over, and we pay for it, and it we use it for service, so we season our food with it. So when we pick it up, it's, it's called finishing salt. It's yeah, it's, it's not it's not that salty, it. yeah. It's not. It's got that flavor. What did you? Oh, what did you use, Keith? That's what I was laughing about. What did you say last week, dude? Fuck him. I'm using salt. No, <laughs> <laughs> no Keith. Was like, it's about that that flavor that just busted your mouth. <laughs> I think that's what you said. Oh, I can't handle you two. <laughs> it's fun, man. He's got a microphone this week. I know. By the way, Keith, how are you doing? Busy and tired, man. Busy and fucking tired. Busy and tired. This guy used to cook. Oh yeah. Used to. Used to. Trader. Words. You know what he cooks now? Risotto. <laughs> At his oh, house uh, all day. Dog, I'm making uh, slow cooked beef stew today. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. okay. Speaking stew. of beef, I got a steak to eat in a little bit. Mm. <laughs> oh, where are you going to eat today? Uh, El Camion. Ah, oh. El Camino. Camion? No, El Camino. It's different. It's a restaurant. <laughs> it's not it's, the food it's truck. A, it's not the food truck. It's uh it's a Fremont? Mexican place. Yeah, in Fremont. Yeah. They have a steak dish there and it's the littest dish in the world. So yeah, this is this your first restaurant, your first Italian restaurant that you ever worked at? Mm, I know you probably no, worked I with worked pasta. At, like some small places like yeah. a place called Simpatico in Fremont or Wallingford a long time ago. I forgot about Fremont. that one. Yeah. It's Wallingford Center is like in the bait like downstairs, Wallingford Center. But yeah, and then you Working just for Vinny, Vinny Rivera. You remember him? Vinny Rivera? Yeah. Vince. Oh no. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Stop right now. No way. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Most yeah. I saw him last week on yeah. his motorcycle. Yeah, totally. That's the man. Oh my God. He's the I worked homie. with him too. He's a fun one. Yeah. He's yeah. He's fun. Extracurriculars. Yeah. Uh he can party. Definitely. He can cook too. Yeah. I don't know. Like uh I heard a funny story about him. He has an unlimited budget. I'm not going to say the place he's he's at right now, mm -hmm. uh, but apparently he can cook whatever you want. He has no budget. He's allowed to use whatever product he likes. And uh, there's some other uh, chefs within that company that uh, don't have that same freedom at the restaurant that they're at. Yeah. And they don't understand why that is. And I said, well, because he's known the owners for a long time. And they obviously trust him. They know that he's knows what he's doing. Yeah. So they allow him to give him the freedom to do whatever the fuck he wants. Unfortunately, you don't know the owners like that. <clears throat> they don't know you like that. So you're watched a little bit more. Yeah. Maybe get he's an old head. your food costs are good, you know? I don't think his food costs are good. <laughs> I just think they don't care. <laughs> okay. He's fine in their book. All right. All right. So uh, Italian food, um, you're happy there. Um, I know that you like to do a lot of fusion. Um, a lot uh, of your other places you worked at, uh, and personally, I've talked to you about some food. You like to blend a lot of different styles, styles of food, totally. and we've talked about this on the show. We said, "Have you watched the show?" Ugly <clears> my delicious? style is no style. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this uh, the show what two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Well, we were talking two weeks ago. We were talking about fusion. Uh, David Chang put out his new. Um, Netflix series. Yeah, people are, people have, are telling me about it. You watch it? It's, it's, really, it's really, really good. Yeah, yeah I'll watch but it. But he was just talking about, you know, how he, does, he doesn't ever look at 
fusion as an actual style or technique. He just thinks of it as like he takes all the things he likes from all the different kinds of foods that he eats mm -hmm. and he puts them on one plate and he doesn't under understand why people shit on him so much for stuff like that. I just wish he wouldn't be like everything that he eats reminds him of something Asian. I'm like, <laughs> we get it. You're He's Asian. Asian. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, we get it. He's like, oh, you know, this reminds me of like blah, 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 blah in China. And you're just like, okay. We Dude, he flexes his culinary muscles all day all long. All day long. Man, I mean, it, it. that's cool, man. He worked hard for that. Yeah, no, it's can, funny. It's just like everything reminds him of something Asian. And I was like watching, after watching that series, I was just like, oh, okay. And then I saw him on an interview somewhere and he said something like that. And I was like, dude, everything. Stop. Just stop. Everything's Asian. <laughs> so fusion. Uh, what's your favorite? What's your favorite styles of cooking? What uh, kind of influences uh, do you have? Where do you draw from? I don't know. You know? I, right now, I'm just sticking straight to Italian classic, classic dishes. Do my little twist on them. I'm talking you know? about. I'm talking about personally. Personally, yeah. I mean, I like, every, I like every time, everything. I every like, time you get a, every time you get a chance, though, and you're not at Cuoco, and you're not making stuff for your menu at Cuoco, your shit goes all over the place. Yeah. So I'm saying, what, like, what, like, what do you like to work with? What is your some of your favorite techniques or um, just, regions, origins? What kind of stuff do you I, like? Do you I, enjoy working with? I like everything pretty much. I mean, there's nothing, I, you know. I guess I don't like sour. I don't like bitter things that much unless it's balanced out. But you know, there's nothing, nothing that I don't love. You like working with a lot of Asian style foods. Mm -hmm. I don't ever see you working with like. Spanish style or Latino style? Um, well, you should try my family meals because <laughs> they're the bomb. <laughs> yeah, last time I came, last time I came in there, you um, you really took care of me, and I really appreciate that. Uh, what kind of knives do you use? Uh, I use a Mac mostly. What? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, what kind of kitchen shoes do you wear? Uh, these right here, some nice Payless ones. Stop. <laughs> there you go. I would like the Nike uh, 360. <laughs> <laughs> Those are not slip. <laughs> yeah, they're not slip. I would have had you picture to have them slip on Vans by now. Oh no, no. Um, as long as I'm not slipping, I'm cool. <laughs> you're always slipping, fool. Uh, pirate or ninja? Ninja. <laughs> That's, we haven't asked that question in a long time. In a long time, yeah. Yeah. I think that we're... Always ninja. Always ninja. I'm always. Pi pirate. Oh, right here. Yeah. Pirate. Above pirate. Yeah. I was, <laughs> yeah, generally. Um, if you had... Uh, if you were forced to eat a, a baby, uh, but you got to choose the country of origin that baby Oh, was no. I haven't heard this question in forever. <laughs> what country of origin would you choose that baby to come from? Oh, God. Uh, why? And Why? A lot of people don't like this question. I've actually got mm. feedback from this question. Maybe? Yeah, man. Um, it's like venison, you know what I'm saying? Or not venison, uh, veal. veal. Yeah, I don't know, man. Come on, let's hear it. It's an Eskimo baby. <laughs> uh, I, all the little, all the seal fat, you know. <laughs> so meaty. That's Juicy. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, eat a baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, what kind of? Uh, what's your favorite restaurant right now in town? I know you don't get to eat out very much. I don't. I went to this place so. Um, was it Fuss Up Bach, I think it's oh, called? Sub Shop. Yeah, that F place is bomb. That place is bomb. I really yeah. like that. I know those people now. Yeah. The homies, they listen to the show over there. Oh, that's right. 
Yeah. So you're telling me, shout out the yeah, kitchen that's, crew. That's my new favorite. Up right in now. there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. How, did you get the short rib fire? Uh, yeah. uh, I don't. Yeah, actually, we did. We did you get the that. double bone. You're yeah. just like, what? Well, they yeah. just literally, it's, it's like, like caveman the, meat on top of pho. Yep. It's like, but Jesus. <sighs> yeah. Everything was really good there. Yeah. I got to put that on my list. Yeah. yeah. The broth. Like you could just drink the broth. Um, favorite favorite chef right now besides Tom Douglas, who's doing cool things that you like, you respect. He can be one of your buddies. Mm, I like uh, Michael White, like like in Seattle. You're talking or anywhere? Yeah, could know. be here. Like could chef be. of Flower and Water as well. SF. It's one of my favorite spots. It's not the guy that used to do Mollus, though, right? No. Yeah, he left. Yeah. There, too. He's out of twenty five thousands. I mean, they're always doing cool shit. So. Yeah, no, that place, I wanted to go there, yeah. but I didn't have time. Like, I, we ate so much food when I was down there. It was so good. You know, you went down there a couple times for with four? Uh, Tom Douglas? Well, I, once I won a trip down there. So, I, so you won a trip down to San Francisco through Tom Douglas mm-hmm. Restaurants. Tell the audience how you won, won the trip down there. It's a pretty interesting story. Well, we all went over to his house for, uh, you know, the company part, or not a company, but all the managers, Christmas party. Chefs. Yeah. And uh, I was just kind of chilling by myself, didn't know anybody. So they had a cookie making contest downstairs. So I went downstairs. I'm going to enter this cookie making competition. Started making some Nikes, you know, bit off, bit off piece, two pieces of his head, put some gold on him, you know, and uh, won the grand prize. So it was like... Uh, dinner at Boulevard, the trip, er- everything was paid for, you know. For making a cookie? For making a cookie. So what kind of cookie was That's it? That's fresh. The Mr. T cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. T gingerbread, man. I paid the food and don't eat my cookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one trip. And then. Then. Yeah. Well, that night. Uh, I won't tell that part actually. Yeah, yeah. whatever. So after I'll be quiet. uncut, uncut. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's one trip that's you went down there. Yeah. <laughs> that's one trip you went down there, and then you also went down there for business, right? Um, no, I went down to go party. That was when I went, went to SF the last time. But I went down to Miami. Oh, that's just right, recently. Miami. Yeah. And what, what what was going on down in Miami? It was the South Beach Food and Wine Festival. And you, he just takes you down there, and you just do all the heavy lifting. You just do all the cooking. He's on. He's the camera guy. Uh, he was out front. I mean, he's he's the people guy. So yeah. he's working with all the people, and you know, I was working the grill, like cooking lots of salmon. And he had a bunch of volunteers and stuff. Yeah, there was some kids helping us. Some kid cut off his hand. Yeah, he cut his <laughs> finger off pretty much. Oh really? It's like flat. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And he just got there too. He kid just showed up and. It's like I did a demonstration showing him how to open up the packages of salmon. And uh, just you were showing him how to open up the salmon. Yeah. And he cut his finger off. That's totally. my that's my biggest fear in my kitchen. It's like, you know, where I'm at at Jupiter, it doesn't take too, you know, not a lot of people in the culinary industry really want to come work at a place like Jupiter. We're not really pushing the envelope or changing the game or anything like that. Yeah. It's hard to work there. So you have to have some kitchen skills. But I'm always afraid somebody who applies there, I'll ask them, like, what they've done. They're like, oh, you know, I've done some dishes or some prep. And I'm like, uh, they can't even hold a knife. Yeah. And I'm, so, I'm like, you're not going to work. And we pay pretty well down there. So if any of you guys are looking for a job and you have any kind of skills whatsoever, <laughs> I I offer, uh, you know, some pretty good wages down there if you got skills to pay the bills. 
then uh, come hodge boy at um, Jupiter. Anything else, Ron? You'd like to talk about anything in the in the news or the restaurant industry that's bothering you or um, you uh, know? just Trump? That's it. Just Trump. <laughs> well, you we know. don't talk about Trump on the show because yeah. our producer is one of his main supporters. So, <laughs> like right now, he's wearing a San Francisco hat. It might, as, it might as well say "Make America Great Again." Dude, don't be mad. One day he's going to stop denying paternity and you'll have a family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to bring us to the end of episode, uh, what episode? 100. What episode? Uh, 100. Jaden, what episode are we on? That's right. <laughs> uh, so we're going to move on to the ingredient of the week. Uh, we let Chef Ron Anderson... Uh, MC Gungo P. <laughs> Pick out the recipe. And what did you choose? I uh, chose fava beans. Fava beans. Favors. Yeah. Uh, Man, fava, can I just fava. say one thing about fava beans? What's that? It's the most ungratifying thing in yeah. the world because you'll get a case of fava beans. Everybody hates them. And then them. you'll shuck them, yeah. you'll pick them, and then you'll blanch them, <laughs> shell them. <Yep. laughs> it's like, ah. And then you get like nothing. You get a quart <laughs> of a like, case. Yeah. So I got to use them wisely. <laughs> I got to shout out our old squad at Oddfellows, though. They used to help us shuck our fava beans oh, yeah. before we, we weren't allowed to leave until they they were all picked for the next day yeah. and they used to help us off then the you clock. blanch them and then you take that off and then you're like alright I'm they left go with bad nothing. quickly too yeah exactly you know, they turn like, army yeah. in a day you're just yeah. like worthless yeah but they're good. Or you find them, or you find them online with like they're starting to grow. Yeah, the tail. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, come on, What's you guys, guys can't put this. In, can't put ones? this in the food. Yeah. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first because it's the easiest. All right, go ahead. Mine's pretty fucking easy too. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, as you all know, I am the fermentation pickle god. It's like I'm stroking that self-proclaimed. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to pickle the fava beans, and you know what I think I'm going to do with these ones because it, you'll blanch them first, of course, and make sure they're like a little bit soft and tender. Of course, of course, because you, you don't know? want them to be all chewy and hard. Heavily salted water. Heavily salted water, or you know, rapid. Rapid, rapid boil. But, um, wah, wah, I'm going to do wah. a three, two, one. So three parts vinegar, two parts water, one part sugar um, with, let's see. I want to say distilled because I think distilled vinegar would be really good. So what you'll do is you'll do, actually, we'll do a one, one, one with that. So you'll do one part distilled vinegar, one part water, one part sugar. You'll bring that up with some spices. I would say um, coriander, fennel. And a little red chili flake, black pepper, um, and garlic. That in a sachet. Bring that up. Um, afterwards, you'll do a 2% salt brine. So that weight of that liquid. Um, multiply that by 0 0.02. Um, pour that over your fava beans and just let that sit covered. Um, out. Outside, out of the region or the fridge um, until it's nice and cool and then you will put it into the fridge and it'll be nice and tasty, tart and buttery and, you know, savory. Add nice. that to a bunch of stuff, you know? That might that does sound pretty good because they can just sit there and you just pick them out anytime you anytime want. They're ready. Time. Every time you want some fava beans, you don't have to go through the whole... Do they turn brown, though, like in like asparagus kind of does? You know, I don't know. You know Maybe what I mean? Like blanch them. I wonder if you blanch them with baking soda. Put some lemon juice in there, baby. That would stop, the, stop it from turning. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. Asparagus yeah. always does, so it's like just wondering if it... 
It does the same thing. You know, experiment. experiment. Yeah. It's fava yeah. season. Do what you got to do. All right, so uh, for my recipe, I'm going to be doing a fava bean and olive puree. Uh, so what you're going to do is you want to get about five pounds of fava beans. You can leave them in the shell. You want to get a bunch of water rapidly boiling. Throw a shit ton of salt. I don't know, maybe like a half a handful in there. Boom. You want to drop your fava beans in there for about yeah, five minutes maybe. Make sure while they're boiling you get a big bucket of ice cold water. Uh, you want to strain off your fava beans uh, and drop them in the ice cold water to sure. stop them from cooking. Let them sit there for about another five minutes to cool down. You want to shell those some bitches. And then you want to uh, drop them in a roboku with yeah, three cloves of garlic. A uh, little bit. Yeah, man. Uh, you want to get like a can of uh, black olives, I would recommend, maybe. Green olives, whatever you prefer. Toss them in there with them. A teaspoon uh, salt, teaspoon black pepper. Um, and then you want to start to start that roboku up. And you want to start pouring uh, extra, virgin, extra virgin olive oil. I'd use the best olive oil I could find because it's going to be a nice one. And then you're just going to keep pouring that olive oil in there until it becomes a consistency that you prefer. You can keep it nice and thick. You can keep it nice and uh, thin. Whatever you'd like. Just make sure you get all the chunks out of there. And you can uh, put that on top of anything. Eat it as a dip. Spread it across uh, your plate, eat it with some uh, fish. Um, that'd be right in my recommendation. You can too. do whatever you want with it. Yeah. <laughs> Smack Johnny in the mouth with it. Oh, whatever. Like I'm about like. to do after we're done recording. All right. As long as it's with your penis, sir. Jesus, Robbie. All right. Uh, guest uh, for the show, Ron Anderson, what do you got for us? Uh, I'm doing like this dinner coming up where it's called uh, Stranger Teens. Stranger Teens. Is it a pop up? Uh, no, it's just I'm doing a little dinner at Cuoco, so it's like all these strange dishes. So we're doing like, you know, it's going to be a tripe salad, crispy tripe salad with uh, like a fava leaf pasta, like farfalle. So we kind of swirled fava leaves into the pasta. They had a lot of tripe in Italian? Huh? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah, so I'm going to braise that, then make a little pasta salad with that, with the, the noodles, some blanched favas, do like a walnut vinaigrette on top of that. It's just gonna be just a blanched, uh, blanched fava beans. Oh no, I might shave a little bit on top, like I was saying. Oh, the mic- a little microplane, mi- mi- yeah. Micro, microplane, yeah. uh, fava beans. It wasn't Maybe. messing around. Yeah, that wasn't a joke. I was uh, thinking we were talking about before the show. I was thinking about doing a dessert <laughs> where you, uh, you know, uh, get some fava beans, you mash them down, mix it with some cream, mash it down, put it, put it in the, fr- hit it with some, uh, put some scoops, hit it with some liquid nitrogen, and you know, just serve that. You know. Well, I think Desi used to. When he was working at the palace, he used to like do whole favas, like grilled. You guys had them like that, and then you mm. just sh- and then you shuck them yourself mm-hmm. at the table. That is fucking brilliant. genius. <laughs> Desi is brilliant. I like that guy. Yeah. I, I've, only, I've only met him a couple times, but every time I met him, he's yeah. always been a really cool guy. I want to get him on the show. Uh, last but not least, the Queefster, the Keefster, the risotto god, uh, producer. Drop in a deucer. Our leader, <laughs> the owner of soundcastingnetwork.com. Keith, what do you got for us over there? Uh, baguette, sliced it, uh, you know, on a, on a bias, put them in the oven for five minutes at, I don't know, 450, get them nice and crisp on the outside, whipped ricotta right over the top of that shit, take your fava beans, toss them in mint, olive oil, a little lemon juice, salt, pepper, 
take that shit, spread it on top of the cheese, on top of the bruschetta, and eat the shit out of it. Yeah, that sounds good. That's what's yeah. up. It can be simple. Keep his demand. Simple. I like I like how he does it. He yeah. he always comes with some 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 not healthy but delicious <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Which I'm like, that sounds delicious, but I can you know trying to just keep in shape. So, if you want to visit us on social medias, uh, Facebook, it's going to be Grill How Long Steak Mister. What about that, Graham? Uh, at Grill How Long Steak Mister. What about the Twitter? At How Long Steak Mister. If you want to visit me on uh, Instagram, you can visit me at Bobby Stills. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to see Johnny, baby pictures, big heads, you know, some food, you know. Uh, you can see him. At if you want to see fire ass food <laughs> and the littest baby you've ever seen in your life, then you should visit Johnny. Tumano. How come his clothes are better than yours? Because that's how you prove that you are a good parent. Is yeah, this that is you, parenting, man. My yeah. kids dress way better. You than I do. sacrifice yourself so your kid can be fly. What's up, yo? How come I didn't know today was Air Max Day? Oh, I had I had Harlem and Air Max. Did today. you see the new Air Max? I stuff? did. I want to go Whoa. get them right now. Actually, the line <laughs> the line at Bait was crazy. Yeah, oh, really? it's crazy. They're like rainbow. What are they? The the one twenty five. Yeah, those yeah. are lit. Air Maxes are pretty much my favorite Nikes. They're mine too. Those ones, uh, they actually Grant, which is funny because we're gonna talk, we're talking talk about food. Grant Ackett's did a demo with Nike. We'll end it on this, um, where those Air Maxes were basically the forefront of the of a plate they were doing on the street. <laughs> so it's street art, like they do on the table Shut at the beginning up. of the Chef's Table episode. You know where they're yeah. like doing all this stuff and like blowing like um, dry ice and stuff on it, and then like they're doing all this crazy spoon white and all this stuff throwing um, things on it and then all of a sudden these Nikes just step on the scene and step there and they start plating around the Nikes and then they drop a sugar cube of raw sugar on the gr- like from the top of the Alinea building and it shatters and it's like all this sugar dust everywhere it's fresh dude like Sweet, we'll check ba- it out. Sweet baby bejesus. <laughs> All right. Uh, any questions, show topics, comments, hate mail you got? Uh, take Mr. at gmail.com. Directed at Bobby. Uh, that's a Mr. <laughs> with MR, just so Thank you're aware. Thank you. Uh, Chef Anderson, uh, do you want to uh, rep your uh, social media? Just come on down. Check out Cuoco. That's the social media, <laughs> that's dog. Jaden, uh, do you want to say hi one more time? Say hi to your mom. Your mommy. <laughs> so cute. Um, to check out some other shows on the Soundcasting Network, go to soundcastingnetwork.com. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. We made it to 100, Johnny. Woo! Nice work. Yeah, right. It's fun stuff, huh? Thanks for coming down, Ron. I appreciate no it. No problem. Thanks yeah. for having me. Bye, guys. Grill. How long steak, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch. <laughs>